All right, so we're going to try this thing one more time. I don't know what happened. Third time's a charm, I guess. I've already recorded this podcast two times. Each one was 10 minutes long. Well, roughly 10 minutes, 8 minutes and 38 seconds to 10 minutes. It's 1.32 in the morning. <laughs> this is one of those days. Oh, man, I'm not even going to try to recount all of what I was saying because I was in an interesting location and I was talking about a lot of things. Now I'm sitting over here in the parking lot of Walmart with my the back of my car facing the store because kind of overseeing people because uh, where I was, I was over there by ECU, and it was a madhouse, complete anarchy. I mean, it was just people on top of people. It's too busy for it to be this late at night. But the reason I wanted to record this podcast and try to keep it short, sweet to the point, is just to reintroduce what we do here at English and Coffee. Um, this is regular, everyday English, spoken by a native person, such as myself. This is the English I use every day. If you understand what I'm saying, congratulations, you know English. Um, this is this is how we talk. I know a lot of times people just spend way too much time focusing on grammar. Uh, before you even learn how to speak, you know, you spend your time listening, then you start talking. You don't get the grammar class until you go to school before then you're already saying i need to go to the bathroom i'm going to play with my friend jay gonna go see sarah blah 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 so the thing is when people start learning a language they get too bogged down in the details i have to learn grammar to know how to speak no you learn how to speak then you learn the grammar um or people are like oh i have to be perfect or what if i say the wrong thing when you first started talking you were saying the wrong thing period even in your own language so don't get so hung up on it just because you're an adult or a teenager or a senior citizen and you're learning a new language. We all start from zero, right? You've been speaking in your native language for how many years? 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 10, I don't know. Me, I've been speaking English for over 30 years. I'm going to say over 30 years, right? I've been speaking Russian for about four years. Right, So there's no way I'm going to be on Putin's level or Pushkin's level. It's not going to happen, but that's not where I'm trying to go. I just want to be able to speak in the language. And I think right now, I mean, that's pretty much what I can do. I'm at that level. I can speak about topics that are interesting to me, speak about music, speak about fishing. These are the things I do. You won't find me talking about rocket science, but you won't even find me talking about rocket science in English because that's just not something I'm into. See, a lot of times people, you know, when they start learning a language, they go in and they start trying to learn all this useless information, useless information. What do you care about the history of the pyramids if you don't even talk about it in your own language? <clears throat> Study stuff that's interesting. Learn words that are interesting. They'll stick longer and it won't take so much work for you to just lock things into your memory. You know, everything you learn, they say you're brain gets a wrinkle well my brain probably looks like it's uh i don't even know a 90 year old's face how about that that's how many wrinkles i have in my brain from learning this language i'm doing everything i can to build new networks and all the neuro connections and different things like that if there's any uh neurosurgeons out there help me out with this one but um you know you establish new connections that's what you do when you learn a language so those are the kind of things we talk about here on English and Coffee, not establishing connections in your brain and neurons and all this. This isn't a science podcast. 
This is just everyday English. If you actually went through and listened to each one of my podcasts, you would see that I use a lot of the same words, the, all the articles, you know, the, a, and, and the little small words, but it's how you use them. So you don't have to know every word. You just have to be able to use what you have effectively. The more effective you are with what you have, so it's better to have less in the beginning than more. If you start off with too much, you won't know what to do. It's like somebody first time driving, they just got their license, and you give them a Lamborghini. Oh, they're going to be in an accident within a week, if not within the hour. So you want to start off in that station wagon, mom's old station wagon, grandma's old station wagon. You start off in that nice and easy, slow and steady, get to where you're going. Then, once you know the mechanics of how driving works, then you can jump in the Lamborghini, the Lambo, the Murcielago, whatever you want to jump in, and you can get down the road. So it's the same with learning a language. Don't try to do everything all at once. Take it in steps. Um, <clears throat> I remember, I'm just sharing a little bit, you know, just for the, for the people who didn't really get the proper what is English and coffee. I'm just sharing a little bit of my my travels with Russian. Of course, I've studied other languages. I've studied uh, Japanese, Spanish, and French, but nothing like what I'm doing with Russian. And the reason is because I'm teaching myself. See, I learned what I know from Japanese in school, Spanish in school, French in school, and pretty much forgot most of it. I mean, it's lying dormant somewhere in my brain, but here's the thing. Why did I forget it? I forgot it because I was never encouraged to use it learn it enough to pass a test learn it enough to pass a class you know after the 45 minute class you don't go to math class speaking spanish you don't go to the math class uh, or the english class speaking french no you only do it in that class and that's it but the difference with being a self-learner you know someone who's self-taught you know speaking with my friends and different things like that picking my own materials to study i am constantly learning constantly using this language you know not being forced to learn a language chose to learn a language so it's always better when the person has choice there's a higher level of motivation there's no a i'm not going to get an a uh for for learning russian no but i'll get a peace of mind a piece of satisfaction a personal goal an achievement so that's the difference when you're forced to learn a language versus when you want to do it on your own just like with learning a new talent or a new skill somebody wants to learn to play the piano if they want to do it then they will do it if they don't want to do it then they won't do it so you don't want to try to fit, fit a um, let me say a round peg in a square hole you know you have to let things match up i know i'm just talking off the bottom of the uh mick cafe that i had earlier over there uh mick cafe i ordered a um 20-piece nugget along with it sat there ate like three sauces and I was talking about all the people that I saw the girls out there the guys out there the cars the craziness the buses I mean you would think it's broad day New York City over there I mean it's just completely insane but I'm not even going to go back there maybe I'll go back over there another uh, weekend with the proper equipment I thought my phone was going to be able to record it like it's been doing but it let me down i don't know what happened so i just have you know eight to ten minutes of just silence so it killed me so i said you know what no i'm going to record this podcast again if it kills me almost did i probably need another me cafe to get through this one but uh i'm going to keep it short and sweet so 
Again, what is English and Coffee? It's an everyday podcast, everyday English, spoken by a real native. I hope you enjoy, and I'll see you in the next one.